some stories and just hear what I have to say. I, I appreciate you for coming to the channel and um, or however you're experiencing this via Spotify, YouTube, um, my, um, the personal, I, the IG via Inner Workings. I appreciate you for being here. Um, I hope that I can continue to share gems that can help you just um, step forward and be a more authentic self. This week's episode is all about breaking barriers to put in healthy boundaries. And the reason why I need to talk to you about this is because this has been a prevailing topic and structure that's needed for me. I made a mention of not being, um, I would say not being able, making a choice not to record any record or yeah, making a choice not to record the the podcast in the past weeks that have occurred. And I would have to say, we can just put that to every damn planet going in retrograde. I think Mercury is just about to come out of retrograde. But when I say Neptune being in retrograde, um, don't quote me on this in particular, you was it Uranus also in in retrograde? There's about four planets that are in retrograde, and anybody who knows what retrograde is, it's when the planets, rather than its usual rotational um, axis that it spins on, it basically slows down. And for the, for that, and for us on Earth that are staying the same pace, it appears to be going backwards. So it's it appears to be going backwards, but it's actually just slowed down. I, you could go research further, and I advise most people to research further because if you've been going through some forms of like emotional turmoil, if even Karen went into retrograde on um, Sunday as well, um, look into what that is because it's very important in terms of dealing with old wounds, dealing with childhood traumas, a lot of thoughts might have been bubbling around things, problems that you may have had in your childhood coming up now. Maybe you're having conversations with your parents or guardians and or feeling like you need to based on breaking away old belief patterns. And most of it has been really healthy. But when I say when it comes to the area of boundaries, for me, it affects most every area of my life, I would definitely say. Um, financially, mentally, I don't think I really have affected myself spiritually. That's one thing I battle really hard for. Um, but yeah, um, and I'm going to talk to you about what a barrier is and what a healthy boundary looks like or what a, a healthy boundary looks like and in learning to put in healthy boundaries I have broke down barriers that I have had because I, I am what you call and have been for over three years well three years ago I 
announced to myself that I was a recovering over lover. If you've heard this Erica Badu song, I'm not going to sing it because my voice ain't feeling that right now. But yes, being a recovering over lover, pouring so much love to others for the sake of what that could look like, not knowing how to say no. Me. That can look like taking on more than you can handle. Just the same as not knowing how to say no, but volunteering yourself to to feel like you are needed. Um, other areas that look for recovering over lovers, placing all your sense of worth and validation in relationships. That's, and this can come from, I, okay, so I'm not going to give you textbooks, uh, textbook answers. What I'm going to give you is the introspection that I have done for myself. And I'm hoping in some way that will help you by, com, you don't have to compare, but you can now cross-analyze cross uh, for your own life story and see if anything I say resonates with you in a way that you can also believe, you can also see similarities. Okay, so for me, I grew up in a type of um, household where my mother wasn't always around, and that created an avoidant style attachment for me. Um, I was nourished in a lot of ways, but in the ways of wanting, I guess, a role model like a direct role model of like a parent, direct parent, I didn't receive that. And that for me created a need to fill in that sense of void. So the moment I got into a relationship, it was like, I, I latched on, I latched on and did everything I could to maintain and be in that relationship. And that course rent for about eight years, maybe four years past his ex six, four, four, four years past his expiry date um, for the sake of validation, for the sake of wanting to, for the sake of um, using that relationship to validate myself well which is very dangerous, it's too much responsibility for the other party, it is, it's just not health, it's, in that relationship I learned what it meant to be in a relationship and it's always really hard when as souls you're learning from each other through pain, through hurting each other, through mistakes, um, I'll leave that there. But what that has created for me was a sense of taking on the, the conditioning that I had growing up and being, I would say, the most educated in my household, my mother not being around, so me holding on to her responsibilities as a child made me feel like I couldn't, I, I actually couldn't say no because it would be Moralistically speaking, I wouldn't say that the downfall of the household, but everybody looked to me 
for as for response as the responsible one, the one that took everybody to their appointments, the one that typed letters, the one that does any tasks needed heavy in the house, I had to do it. I was the DIY as well. And in doing being that type of person, when you now come out to the outside world, when you now go into relationships, you carry that with you. And one thing I must definitely say I've done over the years, even with my friendships, is given way more than I was... Okay, I was never not capable of it because I did it. But in understanding that there was nobody to protect me and what I needed, I now understand that I I needed to have been that voice that analyzes what... Is this how much is this going to benefit me at this time? Not to say that we do things only for the sake of it benefiting us, but more so the understanding that you can give only so much, but make sure you have a measure of energetic, um, you have a measure of energy, you have a measure of time to get put your tasks at hand. And if you don't even know, what your tasks look like, having your own sense of priorities and hobbies in place that allow you to explore yourself further rather than exploring yourself through the experiences of solely helping others, which was one of my problems. So in in this course of time, it wore its way on me and I became stagnant and exhausted from this sense of lifestyle on a soul level, I knew it was a bit too much for me. Um, communicated with my mother, she needed to take on her responsibilities. And, and as a bargaining tool, I moved into her house and she uh, moved into, moved, well, back and forth with my grandmother at the time and traveled with my grandmother back and forth to give me that sense of independence so I can take care of myself and understand work my way in in this world in a sense and it has helped me a lot but I have to say coming out of that dependent relationship and finally having a sense of doing things solely for myself and still being exhausted having to take the time to rest and build up myself and my mental health I created barriers I didn't know what a healthy boundary looked like. I had attended some forms of um, therapy, um, but even in, in that, it was, a, um, it was slow learning for me when it came to understanding how to build barriers. Okay, so my Mars is in Taurus. If you don't know what that means for you, do a birth chart and go find out what your Mars is in. But my Mars being in Taurus uh, means I'm slow to do things. It means that it can appear as lazy, but it's more so take, taking the time to plan out to accomplish something as opposed to just getting it done. So it's things for me, it's quality, not quantity. And that will, despite the fact that I want to do everything known to man, because I feel like I'm naturally good at stuff. But anyway, the, that's a, besides the point right, that I'm trying to make right here. I need to keep to a constrained time limit. Okay, I've got five more minutes on this topic. But, um, so boundaries. (laughs) 
You're going to get there. I promise. <laughs> Boundaries. Exhausted. Barri barriers. Yes. So that caused me to basically put barriers where I didn't know how to put boundaries up. And my mom's being a tourist has been slow learning for me to adjust to what healthy um, boundaries look like for and put that into action in my behavior, in my choices, in the, removing the residuals of the past energies of people pleasing, removing the residuals of not be, the, having the ability to of not practicing how to say no in a healthy way. Um, yeah, so in doing, doing this, having these, putting these barriers in place, it affected my relationships, it affected the way I saw the world, it had affected, um, I would say, my social interactions, it affected uh, my work ethic. Having barriers, okay, let me just give you the, full, the actual textbook definition of what barriers are because I believe etymology is important. And in understanding that, the, that textbook version, because ba um, barriers can be expressed through, especially through psychology now in so many different categories, but I just want the Google plain definition to give you. So here it is. A circumstance or obstacle that keeps people or things. Shut up. Police are always going up and down this road. Okay. A circumstance or obstacle that keeps people in, or things apart or prevents communication or progress. So barriers are not healthy. Not at all. And that is what I would say I had in place. So rather than adjusting to going, okay, so having bad run-ins with, let's say, I want to go to my friend's birthday. That old version of me had the mindset of, oh, I have to be there. They're going to think so-and-so, da-da-da-da. I will go and I will manage the starter menu and I will not want to drink. I would want water with lemon. And then the bill will come and they're like, oh, let's split it so many, so many ways. And I'm like, did, did you actually, it's a friend's moment. Did you see what I ordered? Why am I doing split? No, sorry. Like, even then, the, that no was, would be hard. It got to a point where my frustration would allow me to say no. First, I would literally be on the phone like to my bro, like, shout out my brother who has helped me out of so many situations. Shout out um, two other friends, Gabby and Nodoka. They've helped me out of so many situations. <laughs> but um, shout out you, Warren. Thank you. <laughs> I have to. I have to. I'll just like text, like, can you just send me to the. But the point is for me, I put myself in a situation where I'm a. I'm going to deplete myself. Like, I'm going to go home and I've satisfied my friend and honoured them for their birthday. But now I need to do food shopping. I need to um, pay my family back or pay my friends back. I need to pour into me. Maybe I want to get my nails done. Well, not really because that's not me. But the point is, 
I don't even know if that's me because I've never given that time and space to explore what it is that I love being groomed. Like, how do I groom myself in the best way? I haven't had that time to explore that because I haven't had healthy boundaries in place for myself growing up. Okay, so now that I've clarified um, that with that with that example of yes, possible past experiences. Okay. There was one, the last time that happened for me where I put a healthy boundary in place and, and, okay, so the last time that happened for me, I hadn't put a healthy boundary in place. I had to have a barrier because of the negative interaction that I had. And what it was is I'd gone to my friend's birthday and with the little that I had, like at first it was like, sorry, I can't go to that distance and so And then the birthday got moved to somewhere closer that I could attend. And I was like, yay, I can go. I went to my friend's birthday, turned up a bit late with like almost the last, the last, last that I had for that week to get into the venue and buy one drink. And I knew, okay, so even getting home, I don't even like. I'm hope this. If we don't, we have to leave before four, before a.m. Because this oyster will reset. So we must leave before a certain time. It was literally that peak for me at that moment in time. And I went, and my friend was just annoyed that I had arrived late. And the whole night, it was spent with like vexation, annoyance, and I'm just like, I spend money to enter. I spend money on a drink. I don't really have much more. I'm gonna enjoy this music. I'm gonna enjoy this music. Whether you're happy or not, I am gonna send you good energy for your birthday. But in all that happiness and all that joy that I was expressing and and um, doing for the sake of, I'm not, waste, I'm not wasting what I spent to get here. I understood that I should have just stayed at home. I should have used that money. That could have been electric, electricity. Um, additional for the further week I I didn't have to put myself through a disappointment over something mind okay even if it's not minute or the fact was you go to please somebody and you can't even do that so why am I here that was the that's when I put barriers in place that no no if I don't have it I'm not doing it no 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 now I'm in a stage of a healthy boundary of understanding that putting that barrier in place that would block progress, communication, and um, prevent, prevent healthy communication, I understand that my boundaries would... Um, I understand that friends who get upset or friends who want to see you or friends who miss you and you not being present because you're you're remaining within or taking the time to be within not providing a healthy conversation with that friend is almost a disservice to the friendship not providing the friend with a how do I say meaningful understanding as to why you have um, put certain things you don't owe anybody anything but if you want to maintain healthy friendships by having a healthy boundary in place where you have now told yourself, this is my line, this is my limit. After this, I cannot do this. It makes it easier for you to be able to communicate that to others. 
it makes it easier for you to get your point across and be understood and respected for your points as opposed to the barrier of having it in mind that, oh, um, every time I, I um, do this, I'm basically depleting myself or, oh, like, uh, or, okay, let's rewind. The point that I'm trying to make is that by having a healthy boundary in place, which I will now describe the textbook definition of what a healthy boundary looks like. Personal boundaries are guidelines, rules, or limits that a, or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways to other, um, for others to behave towards them, and how they will respond when someone passes those limits. This is the examples that I'm giving is a whole different ball game to how we can actually talk about and describe boundaries. Um, and being somebody who is now learning to protect themselves in all ways, shape or form, and and being a person of principle as opposed to a person who lives to help others. I say that because that's not always the case, but in my case, in the way that I was um, a caregiver for my grandmother for the majority of like my childhood years, like 17, because my grand, don't get me wrong, my grandmother took care of me. She made me who I am and I'm grateful for that. And that was, I wouldn't exchange my experience with anybody. Because who I am now is only because of Fatmata Jabi. And I'm truly grateful for that. Love. Yeah. And, um, but once her health took a turn, about say 16, 17, it became my responsibility. Um, that, that generation, so the generation above our parents, have certain cues and thoughts in place where, like, for my grandma, if rice was in the house, there's rice in the house, there's nothing else that needs to be in the house. But for me, growing up and being from London, like, seeing every, all kinds of food on the TVs, having such a natural affiliation to, like, cook, and I used to make, like, lasagna, like, all, all, all dishes, and you name it, I made it. And um, yeah, yeah, my grandma actually likes my, my homemade pieces. So. But the point was that nothing was getting bought in the house if it wasn't rice and like sunny delight. <laughs> like, um, I don't know, like that's kind of it. And I had to base, I'm gonna do a separate video about this conversation actually, because it, I need to have a conversation about um, care responsibilities and how that affects your mentality on the everyday world rather than somebody who comes from a nuclear family of um, mother, father in the household. And they actually, like as much as I got to be a child, when I hit a certain age and my mother not being around, I was, I was every woman every, and a child. I, I had to do it all. And that included using my EMA money for food shopping in the house. When everybody was buying shoes, I buy a jacket, mine was for food for the whole house. That's the mentality that I'm talking about. 
having that mentality at 17, it doesn't leave you. It just doesn't leave you. So I was naturally the, the caregiver for anybody who was in proximity to me. And that's a fact. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, breaking out of that, it was the same with my friends as well in the sense that, well, I would naturally give out more, more than I needed to or more than was necessary to maintain friendships. And um, not to say that's why I did it, but that sense of needing to do for people, taking on that role, taking on that sense of life, taking on, taking on that role in life, yeah, it, it had its ways of exhausting me out. And um, I didn't know what a healthy boundary looked like. The, the healthy boundary was like, there was none. Okay, so and now to me trying to place that into my life, this retrograde has literally flipped me on my head to show me, like just searching back, why having healthy boundaries in place would have allowed me to, I don't want to use the term accomplish because I'm, I'm proud of everything that I've done for myself. I'm proud of how I handle my pain and suffrage. I'm proud of how I um, used my artistry to express and free myself of these pains. And um, only through that, um, only through those experiences how, can I actually say, the expressions can I actually say it birthed the true artist in me. And I was never, I've never been somebody who's driven by wanting to be famous. I've never been someone who's driven by um, popularity. Um, I'm driven by the need to express what's within and it to be acknowledged and respected because I'm an, I'm, I'm an amazing artist. And um, I deserve to put respect on my name, my creativity, and um, be paid to live the lifestyle of my, through my artistry. I highly deserve that. And yeah, so that's, that's why I put myself forward on camera. That's why I'm here having conversations, because I've developed so much wisdom from these experiences that I want to share over time. Um, Inner workings is going to go through like a complete restructuring. I know I jump, but follow me. Just let's go. Let's go with it. <laughs> Inner workings is going to go through a restructuring. And um, it's going to take... Let me just make sure this is still recording because this is rude. Last time it stopped and I didn't like it. I will naturally stop after 30 minutes and then make a part two. Um, Inner workings, I want it to take a turn where I'm having these conversations with a group of people. I want people to sit, like, if you are interested in having conversations about inner words, about what it takes to basically step out and be the best version of yourself, if, um, like, however you're experiencing this, drop a comment, um, email me on, con on contact at mycenebula.net and let, get in touch, let's have conversations. I want to sit down and share, uh, like, as I'm talking about boundaries, I want other people to be able to share their stories and how they overcame theirs because I don't have all the answers. I hate, heck, I'm putting 
I'm highly now putting in place my, my boundaries by understanding how it's failed me in the past. And it's necessary to do this because and now, now trying to move as a person who lives by principle, you're going to fall into your old ways. It's just natural. And, okay, this is about to start. So I'm going to start now and then make it into a part two. Thank you for listening thus far and tune into part two. Yeah. It's, it's literally the next video. Just tune in.